Buenos dias, Lampardá. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 22nd of July, 2021. Quick summary of the stuff you'll need to know about what's happening in Argentina. Let's start with the convoluted Argentine economy. Conversations with the IMF have not ceased, although they seem to have warmed up a bit. The economy minister, Martin Guzman, stated the start of the week at the G20 summit in Venice, where he proposed Argentinian participation in a debt-for-nature swaps. According to an IMF spokesman, the International Monetary Fund in Argentina are negotiating under the Multilateral Organization's Extended Fund Facility Program. This program seeks to assist countries with medium-term payment problems due to structural defects that can't be resolved in the short term. Since there are two key repayments due towards the end of the year, local outlets say that Guzman hopes to seal a deal before September. However, payments could be delayed as Argentina undergoes its third straight year of recession. Recession also comes with rising inflation. According to the Index Statistics Bureau, last month's inflation of 3.2% pushed the annualized percentage above 50%. Not only do these figures put the 2021 budget forecast of 29% to shame, but they make it considerably harder to improve on last year's annual total of 36%. Inflation is one of the main sources of discontent for the population. In the last 12 months, rent for a studio apartment in Buenos Aires City increased 47%. The average price was 28,000 pesos in July, around $290, which is above the minimum wage. Speaking of money and debt, the bankruptcy of the Correo Argentino post office was suspended last week. The same magistrate that had initially declared bankruptcy accepted the appeal of defense lawyers to pass the case to the Commercial Appeals Court for review. This is good news for ex-president Mauricio Macri, who had claimed the bankruptcy was a personal attack against him. What he also labeled as a personal attack are the allegations that his administration supplied Bolivian authorities with live ammunition to tear gas and repress social protests in late 2019. On Friday the 16th, prosecutors in Argentina opened a formal investigation. Now a judge must soon decide whether to take testimony from the defendants in the case since ammunition smuggling is a crime that could see jail sentences of between 4 and 12 years. Macri is not the only political figure facing a probe over alleged crimes. Last week, current vice president and former president Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner called for one of the trials against her to be rejected as invalid, more specifically the charges of covering up the involvement of Iranian leaders in the 1994 bomb destruction of the Amiya Jewish Community Center. The case against her and several officials from her 2007-2015 presidency was based on the Memorandum of Understanding with Iran to question the accused outside Argentina. She's suspected of covering up the bombing and treason. On the 18th of July, families and friends of the victims organized a virtual event to commemorate the 27th anniversary of the AMIA bombing. For those who'd like to know more about this tragic but important moment in Argentinian history, find online a documentary called AMIA, The Cover-Up Trial. Speaking of education, Buenos Aires City Mayor Rodriguez Larreta announced a gradual plan for students to fully return to in-person classes. After the winter vacation period, which ends in August, classroom attendance for children at all levels of schooling will be compulsory except for those who have COVID-19 risk conditions or live with adults that do. Another positive change for high school seniors is the authorization of group trips within the country as announced by the Ministry of Tourism. 
Although the details have not been confirmed yet, this could potentially enable students to enjoy the traditional graduation trips that many had to cancel or postpone. Also on the topic of teens, last week the United States confirmed a donation of 3.5 million Moderna vaccines to Argentina, which arrived in the country on Saturday the 17th. Government is expected to prioritize children between the ages of 12 and 17 with underlying conditions to get these jabs, as there's no other option for them in the local market. Joe Biden had announced back in May that the United States would donate 80 million doses of to face global needs, although Argentina had initially been left out of that scheme. However, changes to the Argentine vaccine law enabled the donation. Now, something very important to keep in mind if you live anywhere within the Buenos Aires province, Starting next Monday, the 26th, those who have received the first dose of the coronavirus vaccine will have special benefits. The province will introduce a health pass aimed at enabling a 20% capacity increase in restaurants, gyms, shopping malls, and more. What does this mean? It means that if a certain establishment is already at 30% capacity, only those who've been vaccinated at least 21 days prior will be allowed to enter and fill the extra seats sure you have either your physical certificate at hand or the virtual one updated. Moving on from COVID on Thursday the 15th, Senate backed a bill to create the Program for Environmental Sustainability and Insurance. Goal behind the project is to promote both investments in new forestry ventures as well as expansions of existing forests. The initiative will have a positive impact on the environment and approval is now in the hands of the Chamber of Deputies. Another effort towards making this country a better place is the introduction of the National Identity Document, DNI, for non-binary people. On Wednesday the 21st, President Fernandez held a brief event at Casa Rosada where he officially presented the first three non-binary national identification cards. For these documents, a gender field is marked with an X instead of having an F for female or M for male. Since 2012, citizens have been allowed to change the gender on their ID, but until now, everyone was limited to choosing between male and female. Non-binary IDs are currently being used in only a small group of countries, including Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and Germany. Argentina is the first country in Latin America to introduce it, which comes as no surprise given the region's conservative traditions. This week in Chile... Senators passed a bill authorizing same-sex marriage, which still has to be approved by their chamber of deputies. Speaking of first, Latin America's leading e-commerce marketplace, Mercado Libre, announced its partnership with Texas holding company Big Commerce. This marks Mercado Libre's first partnership with a major North American e-commerce platform, which is aimed at complementing its expansion into the United States. During the pandemic, Mercado Libre grew so fast that it's now forecasted to account for one quarter of all e-commerce sales in Latin America by the end of 2021. Now, big commerce merchants in the U.S. will be able to find Mercado Libre via the big commerce channel manager and quickly apply for approval to start selling Latin American region. Before we wrap up the episode, we've been reading your questions online on how many technological gizmos you're allowed to enter the country with without paying taxes. For the time being, the law allows each person to bring one new phone and one new laptop for personal use. If you arrive at SAISA International Airport with more than that, you may be asked to pay half of the item's price in taxes. So watch out, folks. Last but not least, our best wishes to the 179 Argentine athletes and everyone competing at the Olympics in Tokyo these upcoming weeks. We're looking forward to seeing judoka Paula Pareto as she fights to add yet another gold medal to her collection, as well as tennis star Diego Schwartzman and Las Leonas 
female field hockey team. Let's hope for a safe, entertaining, and fair competition for all countries. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Argentina. Also, if you want to share any big news or events with us, be sure to let us know. You may even put it on the show. You can email us at podcast at rorschach.com. Nos vemos. Thank you.